On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hi, everyone. This is Pub Crawl Liz. Yeah, this is Pub Crawl Liz. Guess how late Pub Crawl Liz was. Are you going to introduce yourself, for fuck's sake? Well, I think everybody knows a genius by now. Christ. Um, um, Pub Crawl Liz, we were all set. Now, she's up here doing a little hobnobby. So we got a late no, start. I'm not hobnobbing. I'm working. No, you were People hob- work well. for a living, Bruce. Oh, yeah. And actually, the work I was just doing before you got here was not even a paid job. No, it's hobnobbing. It's called hobnobbing. I don't think you oh, know what that means. I Rock and Roll Ruth is doing all kinds of shit over there. Yeah, she just, I mean, this, is a, this could be the podcast for hell, the way it's starting <laughs> out. Because um, we were all set to, finally, we, we were all set. And guess who forgot to bring her goddamn computer? Yeah, because I had three meetings before this podcast. Oh, I actually wrote about whoa, that in the blog. Whoa, 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 And by the way, your 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 blog was that was a beauty. Coming in at three thirty, a one paragraph fucking blog. That was beautiful. I know because I had shit well to do. Well done. Well done. Um, this might be a good time to announce that I'm going to be stepping down from the blog. Well, pretty much. I think after this last blog, we probably got to go. But then, I just got too much going on. And here's the other thing. Here's my other opinion about the blog. Whenever I work on a project, whenever I'm, I, I either create a project and bring people onto the project or people ask me to be a part of the project, I realize that when I'm in it, I have to be passionate about it and I expect people to be passionate about it. And I feel that I don't have that passion for the blog, so it's not fair to you. No, it's called laziness. No, it's not called yeah, it laziness. Is. I mean, that's it's simple. I mean, everybody else does their blog ahead of time. But my point but is, I'm saying I don't care about minute. the blog. Well, that's no, the difference. That's obvious. I know. And I think, it's not fair to you. No, I think that, no, it's very revelatory, and I'll tell you why. Because now, first of all, you're jealous because Buzzkill gets way more uh, compliments than you do. I don't. And I'm you're, not and you're for surrounded, and now you're surrounded by terrific writers, Kevin from New Orleans. I love Kevin. Completely overshadowed you, and then of course <laughs> me. So I can see why you're, you know, okay. You're 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 pulling a goddamn Ukraine Mike surrender. No, but I respect you for it. I respect you for it. I'm just too busy. But yes, yes. So guess what? The now? last thing I want to do is be at an, a work event. Having a doing a lecture, and then in the back of my head thinking, "Oh fuck, the blog is due today." Yeah. Like that's not that's not and how that's, I should be living the life. And it's coming across that way on I the know. blog. And then also in the in the back of my head, not only is like, "Oh crap, I gotta do this blog," is also, I'm gonna open up my phone and there's gonna be a hate message from Bruce. This is not the way to live. Well, I, I I'm trying to avoid getting racial. <laughs> oh, God. Shocker. Yeah. Also, the thing that's really fucked me up with this whole blog thing is that you're so like schizophrenic about the schedule. Yes, but you understand. See, here's what you understand: that we are now getting gazillion hits because of a situation like Anthony's um, silly suicide. Because I'm really having a hard and hard time forgiving Anthony for a suicide, but. It's jacked up. Our, everybody expects me to be writing anti-Aja. So why don't you just write that every day? Well, because I, I, I've got so many other things I have to write about. Like what? About me <laughs> and um, about world peace. There's nothing about all my, my, worldly my, nor peaceful uh, about, about the blog. About all my, all my hate, which I have to get out. Well, that's, that's the Aja stuff. But, by the way, getting back to... For, oh, well, first of all, what's really upsetting today is that we're all set to go. And guess who forgot to bring her goddamn computer? So I was computer. at three meetings prior to this so, uh, so, uh, podcast, and I forgot my computer. So, so I literally she, had to run home and get it. So she essentially could have crossed the Rio Grande and come back by the time she got her goddamn computer here. Yeah, it took me all of, I believe, 19 minutes. 53 minutes. 19 minutes. 53 I'm absolutely convinced. But anyway, so 
Yeah, I, well, this is quite a startling revelation, but I'm not so sure. I mean, it's startling format for telling me that she's sick of her for the block. I'm not saying I'm sick of it. I'm she's, saying that I, first of all, A, again, don't have the same drive for it, and I feel that's unfair to you. And two, the schedule really is throwing me off. If I could just have the same damn day oh, that I bullshit. used to have, well, you, it would you, be much you, easier. You, 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 we had an ideal one, and you still had all the same problems. No, no. It's just because you're, you're, you're intimidated by the really good <laughs> writers you're surrounded by. That's all. Okay. I understand. This could happen. And, and, well, and seriously, why don't you just write about Aja and all that stuff more often then? Maybe because when you, when you get to be a genius, you get to decide what the hell you're writing about. That's what yeah, you but that's not fair to other people who are trying to write with you because then you're like, today you're not going to do this, but tomorrow you're going to do this, and then Saturday maybe you'll write unless something big comes that happens, but then on Sunday I'm going to do a nostalgia blog, but then I might not, so maybe have something ready. Have you it's noticed? It's like you're freaking like on some, like it's, have your you brain noticed? is being affected by the same situation your speech is being affected from by. Or- Kevin from New Orleans comes in two, three days early with his post. Very simple. And Buzzkill usually comes in at least a day ahead of time. Now, I think speaking of blogs, we can't not mention uh, Downtown Patty has Ooh, gone yeah. dark on us. Now, Buzzkill actually was a gentleman asked for permission to, to kind of rip Downtown. Okay, wait. Let's let's give let's set the scene for everyone though, because not everyone reads All right, the blog. Set the scene. Go ahead. Um, Buzzkill, one of the guest bloggers on your blog wrote a piece about um, how he is... Incapacitated. Yeah, he's got a cane and has some issues. He's got all kinds of issues. And I guess, because I didn't see it because it was removed, Patty wrote a comment that was a pretty nasty one. Oh, it was great. It was vicious. Damn, I wish I could have seen this. But then she took it down. Well, Patty Patty announced... What did it say? Well, it just said, hey, be a fucking man... Get re- stick your cane up your ass, asshole. Get a fucking job. Quit fucking whining. And, you know, and you sickened me with your goddamn little whiny little bitchiness. Now, uh, Buzzkill took this personally. Why did she take it down? Did you huh? say something to her? No, but I think that some, I think that Patty may have done, pulled what the C word did when she told uh, Boner Boy about the blogs. I think she may have told her daughter. Apparently, she's terrified of a. She got a daughter. She's terrified of, and she because she announced she had to go dark for a while, but then she was still coming up with comments. Now I missed Patty's comments. So there really were. Uh, I missed. Yeah, Patty. she commented every day. I missed Patty. Sometimes I, I did too. Two, 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 three times a day, but after Buzzkill, kind of bit her nipples off. Um, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh. Let's see. <laughs> like, now I have this freaking mental picture, and it's really terrible. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, better than ripping her ovaries out. Okay, all right, stop, stop, stop. Okay. <laughs> so, Buzzkill writes this blog. Patty comments. She's maybe, for some reason, remorseful, takes it down. But Buzzkill Buzz doesn't forget. Else. Oh, no. He... And so then what did he do? Oh, he... he... <laughs> He really did nice number. I mean, it was really it was alehouse. It was able alehouse revenge at its best. Which is what the alehouse does. Well, Remember when I Ukraine encouraged. Mike was here and he's like, "It is not easy to be a regular here." Right. So wait a minute. He, but he asked you for permission to write something, correct? Well, he thought that I'm. I'm I said no. I love Patty. I mean, she's. I, I mean, I adore her really. Um, the point. She's, no. she's the daughter I never had. <laughs> you like drama. Of course I do. I live for drama. And so the fact that Buzzkill wanted to have a scathing I reply. Him. Yes. I said, by all means. You were handing him the pen. Yeah. And then I, I also, after I comment, I even put a little preface on his attack blog. I said, uh, Patty, I just want you to know, you can have Sunday's blog for retali- retaliating on Buzzkill. I saw that. Yeah. So I offered her a whole goddamn blog to go after him. I would like nothing more of the major war breaking out. But um, Patty's disappeared. She's definitely gone dark. I know and when I, I saw when I saw Buzzkill's blog and I like copied and pasted it into your thing, to your platform, blogger, I started to read, I always read like, the first few lines just to see what the content is gonna be. And that's when I actually read the whole way through because I was like, oh no, what's <laughs> happening? 
because I didn't know about the whole thing beforehand, so then I went back to look. Um, but yeah, I was really disappointed. I kept checking your blog like every like hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, I, mean, I thought she'd come I was like, back. oh, this is going to be great. I thought she'd give both barrels. Up Nothing. The... Silence is right. Patty, where are you? We miss you. Yeah, I miss you desperately, Patty. Don't let your daughter and, shove you around. That's, by el- the way, that's elder abuse, By the Patty. way, I'm going to speak for Bruce and say that if you do ever want to write the rebuttal blog... Oh, it's open. Open. Open doors. Open. Absolutely. Because everyone wants to see it. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait until she comes back to visit. Well, make sure Buzzkill's here. I'm just worried that Patty might have dis- dis- disowned us or something. No. Well, I mean, why? where has she gone dark? I don't know. She's one of us. Of course. But There's no way. And, you know... She's just taking a break. Everyone needs a break. You know, I've known... In my day, I've known a number of chicks that could really dish it out. I've known, other than Mike Tui, the legendary Mike Tui, um, I, I, I've never known a woman that could dish it out really well and take it. Now, I'm hoping Patty, Patty seems to me like she can take it. I, I would think she could, but I hate to think she can't. Um, but that's why I just really adored Mike, because not could she dish what she was excellent at, but she could take and, of course, I, I pride myself on that ability, too. You know. Yeah. So people could say stuff about my mama, my kids, my, you know. But um, I, I shake it off. I mean, most generally speaking, and I learned this at, um, at the knee of some of the great gay guys in history. And I, and I, I grew up kind of in the old town alehouse around these people. And, boy, you want to you you learn to get your Ph.D. in vicious, vindictive retaliation these guys were the best and the gay men yeah well these guys were pros and um so and when people attack you for being um you know they call you faggers you know thinking that's how to get a guy pissed off um oh i said yeah well you know if you try maybe you suck a couple hundred dicks people start calling you fag i mean that's just part of life i don't really consider myself because i still like pussy but yeah, I've had a few dicks up my ass. You know, you take it right away from them. You just take it. Away. By the way, speaking about attacks, attacks on um, internet attacks. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Mirka. Mirka's a great, great Chicago actress. Yeah, we want we want her to be a guest soon. We do, and she's been very kind of um, ambivalent. But um, I just. Apparently, she, she has a family. She comes from Cincinnati. And um, her family has this, uh, two, I think, second-generation tool, tool store, shop, tool shop. I guess they fix stuff. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do with tool shop. Maybe they sell tools, but they fix things. But anyway, so she talked. She'd been, down, she'd been to visit family. So she showed the picture of this tool, tool shop. So I said... Normally, I mean, now I've completely forgot about her family because this has now happened before. But I said, hey, Mirka, I got a tool you can fix. <laughs> you wrote this on our Facebook page? Yeah. So now it's, it's clever, you know. Yeah, it's a stupid joke. Yeah. It's a joke. You're right. You know, I'm 78. Yeah, I've got a tool you can fix. I don't know if you can fix it, but. I mean, I would have written something like that. Yeah. yeah. Everybody would have. So all of a sudden. I, her, her father, who's Bob Driftwood, um, he, um, yeah, that's the, that's the series. So, <laughs> you, you want to read? So Bruce posts, Mirka, I've got a tool that needs fixing, and uh, Bob writes, "Bring it on over, jackass! I'll fix it for you." <laughs> and then somebody else wrote, "Me too, dickhead." That's her, that's her brother. And then Bruce replied, it's not the head. And then we get a reply that says, get some class, asshole. Bruce writes back, Bob, quit being so mean. I was just having a bit of fun. I don't deserve your harsh calumny. Bruce, it is not funny. And then somebody else writes, Bruce. Do you, want me, you really want me to read all this? Yeah, that's good. Bruce, it's my sister made a post about the family business that my grandfather started. The family business that put food on the table and helped her get through school, it was nice seeing all the positive comments until I got to you to yours. I see you making sexual comments towards my sister on a regular basis, and I've had enough, and I'm no longer going to let you slide. 
you, hang on, you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself. I know in your mind you and my sister are friends, so making little sexual jokes is okay, but it's not. It's nothing but disrespectful. On top of that, you then decided to continue to have a little fun with making comments to my father, my sister's father. You are making sexual, this is really long, you are making sexual perverted comments to a woman in a public forum where her family sees it, where her dad and her brother sees it, and we have been watching you do it for years. I've even said something to you about it before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They, they said some mean st stuff to me. Don't give me that. I was just having fun. Don't be so mean. I don't deserve it. Bullshit. You absolutely do deserve it. You also need to show my sister and my family some respect. You also owe her a sincere apology. Now be a real man and do the right thing. This, you know, I got to stop. because No, no. It gets Look, better. There's like 20,000 comments. No, go keep going. It's good. It gets better. Um, okay, so then you reply and say, Bob, that was hurtful. <laughs> then he replies, you are saying that my claim is about you making sexual and perverted comments is false? Would you please explain what Mirka, I've got a tool that needs fixing means exactly? How about all the other comments I have seen from you to her? Do you make comments to other women like this? Oh, he really doesn't know you, does he? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mirka is a wonderful person with a heart of gold. She's also like the rest of the family, as fierce as they come. If you are friends with her, you have a place in your heart. In her heart, it would be wise to respect it, especially in the social justice warrior Me Too climate we live in today. And oh, and just so you know, I'm not posting this to be hurtful, but I ain't trying to be all warm and fuzzy either. I just want you to respect my sister. Joking around while sitting at a bar is one thing, but this is a public forum and a post about our family. And then the genius writes, Bob, laugh and the world laughs with you, cry and you cry alone. I will pray to Jesus for you to gain a sense of humor, peace and love, peace and love. Your sister has not only a heart of gold, but a wonderful sense of humor. Really, this keeps going on. Yeah, and it's good. Everybody's laughing. Bruce, I'm not as nice as my son or daughter. You are pretty pathetic to bring Jesus into this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Please. Peace and love my ass. You are a miserable little man and you should go crawl under a rock. <laughs> so, fuck you very much. <laughs> then somebody else writes, Bruce, I know, she, I know she does. We all do. Your jokes just aren't funny to her family. In fact, I think it's safe to say your jokes are right in line with Donald Trump's just grab him by the pussy. Also, you putting the responsibility of your behavior on my lack of humor is just sad. It's a poor attempt at deflection. Are you really that much of a coward? Bruce writes, Jesus will forgive you. I don't think I can. <laughs> you are very mean. And then we get a reply that says, Bruce, you're fucked up. Praise Jesus. I don't need to be forgiven. You do. Bruce gets the last word and say, Gertens, there are moments in life when our offering... Um, wait. There are moments in life when, after offering frank and manly explanations for our actions, we are compelled to pause and wonder if there are graver matters on which we should rivet our attention. This is such a time. Let us all pray. The end. Good God. <laughs> when uh, was this? So, this is a couple days ago. So I, so, I sent a private message to Mirka and I said, Your family is once again threatening to kill me. Because, uh, and she said, Well, I hope they do or something like that. Oh, so she's upset too. Well, she didn't jump in. I mean, she doesn't like me stirring up her family. But I've said stuff like that before and boy, they crawl right up my ass like mad. I've forgotten okay, about those guys. I mean, I know Mirka, I think, pretty well. You do, too. She's hilarious. Yeah. She's one of my favorite people to talk she, to. She has a great sense of oh humor. Oh, my gosh. She's so funny, um, which is why I love to talk to her. Um, would she have been offended by that comment? No, she wouldn't be. But, I mean, she gets offended if I piss off her family. So, now what? Well, hopefully the family doesn't come in here and, you know, with clubs or with baseball bats and pummel me. I'm old. Don't come and beat me up because I'm old. If they come away from Cincinnati, I don't, th I don't I think hope I, they bring beer. I don't think I could take a good whipping anymore. Um, anyway, so do you need to call her and apologize? What the fuck did I do to apologize for? Well, for upsetting well, I, her family. They've called me names. They should call and apologize to me. Well, you know, that's not going to happen. It's mean. They've been means to me. Mean to me. Um, anyway. So wait, is this going to affect your relationship with America? Well, she, she has unfriended me before. Okay. But I don't. I forget. I don't think it was over this. I think um, we got in a big fight over Woody Allen. And she, I think she unfriended. She me. unfriended you over Woody Allen? Yeah. 
I've, I've been defending Woody and she. Oh, right. I remember all this. Yeah, I think she. I, I can't remember, but I think she has unfriended me. So, at do least you once. think. Um, well, I guess my bottom line is does any action need to be taken? We need to get her on the podcast. I know, America, get on the damn podcast. Yeah, we want you. Exactly. Okay, but other than that, with this <laughs> nonsense. Well, I mean, if they, if they don't carry out their plan to, you know. So your main concern is just not getting beat up, not your friendship with no, America? No, I don't, I don't think that. No, I'm not worried about my friendship with America. You think you're on solid ground? Oh, we've gone through far worse than this. <laughs> I feel like I feel it's like fill in the blank name. We've gone through far worse yeah, than but, this. Yeah, I know, but you don't usually run into the kind of um, kind of um, 19th century um, relatives. You know. <laughs> I guess, you know, the moral of the story, Bruce, is just be a little nicer. Oh yes, and I will. Stop pushing buttons. You know what? I'm going to make a just yeah. because I'm going <laughs> to yeah. make a Labor Day resolution. I'm going to be just nicer, boy. Uh huh. Who asked me to do that? Somebody else asked me to be nicer. And of course, I promised to be nicer. Keep pushing those buttons every day. But, now, come on. You got to admit that was pretty fucking harmless. I got a tool you can fix. Come on, please. Yeah, like I said, before I read all that stuff, I said I, you know, in, in seeing things like that, I probably would have made some stupid joke like of that. Of course. Um, depending on the relationship I had with that person. I do like bringing Jesus into this stuff. Though. I know. I, I like it when you bring Jesus into it, too. I think so. Um, like, so yeah. th- th- that's another example of alehouse drama, which I feel like we've had a lot. The best so far, actually, that I've witnessed well, we, personally. We used to have... Oh, we, what, what, what's that? Was um, two nights ago, I think it was. And Bill the Cop was in here. Oh, that was small potatoes. It was good. No, but it was fun to watch. Okay, oh, so it was Bill- fun. It was it was it was alehouse theater. Yeah, yeah. So Bill the Cop's in here, and Ukraine Mike's in here. Officer Bill, we call him. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, that's his right. name. That's his name in the block. Oh, for some reason I, was, I thought it was the other way around. No, no, Officer Bill. Okay. Anyway, Officer Bill was in here, and Ukraine Mike was in here, and everyone's chummy chummy, right? Drinking beers, whatever. Well, chummy, chummy, alehouse style, which is not <laughs> it's that little arms around kissing, uh, chummy, chummy. Well, there's bantering. There's bantering. conversation. There was bantering. Conversation. Bantering. So Officer Bill works at a uh, suburban high school. Yeah, very elite suburban. Yeah. It's like and it's the same on the one. It's the same. It's the same year. one that uh, Ukraine Mike went to. Went to. So Ukraine Mike. Was saying, "Oh, I would like a T-shirt, right, or something like that." Um, I don't know. Or Bill, the well, officer Bill said he had an extra T-shirt. I, well, I think that um, I don't know if he actually asked for one, but I. Th- well, here's what I think. Here, this is what I, how, my surmise. My surmise is that Bill just happened to have an extra double X that he didn't because it's too big for him. So he thought, you know what, I'll give it to Ukraine Mike because he went to, you know, it'll be like a nice gesture. So Bill, Officer Bill goes to his car to get goes the shirt. Goes all the way to his car. All, walks all the way to his car to get the t-shirt. Hands it to Ukraine Mike. Ukraine Mike has a big smile on his face. He opens it up and it's a double XL and, and he says, this is too big and gives it back. I mean, I, I, I was, I mean. The look on Officer Bill's face. Can you, well, can you imagine how rude that was. I mean, here's something gives you a lovely, lovely gift. Some big fucking deal. And like like Officer Bill said, wash the goddamn thing. It'll be fine. Yeah, throw it in the dryer. And it's not exa- Extra high cycle. And it's not exactly that, um, you know, um, that uh, Ukraine Mike is twiggy or some fucking thing. I mean, it's, <laughs> he can easily wear this goddamn shirt. I'm wearing it right now, if you notice. <laughs> anyway, it turns this big thing where officer, everybody oh. everybody sitting around was like, are well, you fucking kidding me? Someone gives you a gift and you yeah. just hand it back because it's the wrong size? Well, um, so it turns this, and Bruce, of course, can't, you know, sees the window wide well, I mean, open. I mean, this proved that he's on the spectrum. I apologize to that officer That was definitely Bill, a spectrum moment. And I said, you know, the guy's on the spectrum. You know, he's got Asperger's. We just don't know. And it seems to go back and forth um, on, the, on the spectrum. And this is just a classic case of Asperger's and not knowing how to uh, behave in a social situation. And, of course, yeah. Ukraine, now Ukraine Mike's had about 15 beers by now. <laughs> and he dr- he drinks them fast yeah. too, so this didn't. So um, so he only made things worse. 
Yeah. But it I, was I mean, because he, because he, he, I mean, the thing, one of the things I love about Ukraine, Mike, is as much as people disagree with a lot of stuff that he says, and you know, the, some people might, you know, whatever, have have their opinions. Well, everybody, he always, dis- everybody disagrees. He though. always truly, truly stands up for what he's saying and for himself, and I love that. So he was fighting back, like, what do you mean? Like, he made a good argument for his not accepting the T-shirt. Well, I didn't think it was a good argument. Well, at least he, he, tried. he, he stayed, he, he stuck to his guns. He made an effort to make an argument. But, but it's just so typical of him because he's almost always in the wrong. And, <laughs> he, and he does, he does, he never admits he's in the wrong, which he's almost, he's always, I can only think of maybe, in fact, I can't think of one time he's ever been in the right. So it, it just you know, exacerbates things. Of course, Bill, Officer Bill knows how to play it up. You know, like, oh, I'm, you know, like he's... <laughs> yeah, he, like he played he could, a good role. Like he could give a shit yeah. whether a guy takes his But he was, he was behaving as though he was very oh, uh, yeah. offended. Oh, he did a beautiful job of that. Yeah, good and then job. I helped good job, him. Bill, if and you're then listening. I, and then I helped him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was a prime example of alehouse stupidity. Which we get all the time. I mean, you know. Like making mountains out of... Molehills. Always. Always. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, shout out to Ukraine Mike because he came to my fundraising mm. event yesterday. Well, and by the way, he's really a very devoted father. Now, there's a problem when your kid lives in the Ukraine. So, two weeks ago, he flew to the Ukraine just to make sure his kid got into this American school. I mean, we're, we're the English speaking school. I don't know if it's American school or not. And because he really thinks it's important for the kid to learn how to speak English. And um, then, not only, so he's all the way back from the Ukraine. Now, that's got to be a reasonably lengthy flight, I would think. Yeah, he's been doing it a lot. So now he's going back next week. I know. Because it's the kid's birthday. And so when I said, well, why the fuck don't you just have them move over here? He says, no, the baby mama refuses to move here. Because I'm assuming she's probably getting, um, you know, Getting the high hard one from some, you know, really. Oh, no, geez, cute, stop cute. making assumptions. You don't know. Oh, I can tell. I know broads. Come on. She's a hot looking broad. Of course, she's got somebody giving it to well, her. That, 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 I'm sure now, there's he, a lot of reasons, but. Oh, yeah, what? A hot broad? I mean, maybe she likes. She's established roots where she is. I'm just maybe gonna, she's got a great network of friends and family that uh, she doesn't want to leave. Well, maybe she's got a great stud mother. <sighs> anyway. That's my thing. Thanks for coming to my fundraiser, Mike. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And your support. And I think it's great. You're it's very admirable. You're being such a great dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I think part of being on the spectrum, it turns out he's ambidextrous. He um, he writes with his left hand, but throws a baseball with his. Uh, he writes with his left and throws a baseball with his right hand. He does all this shit ba- half password. Apparently, the kid, um, little Ukraine Mike, or I think it's named after Alexander the Great. Little anyway, Ukraine Alex. Little Ukraine Alexander the Great. I the kid apparently has picked up the same goddamn stuff. He can't he's trying to he used to get baseball. Now who the kid is play baseball with in Russia, I have no fucking idea. Well, he's this damn kid. It's probably genetic he's genetically wired that way. Well yeah, but that's fucked up because that means the kids are gonna be on the spectrum too, probably. <laughs> now we got a whole family of spectrums. So I'm worried about it. I'm concerned. Jesus. Oh, God. So, uh, the last bit of Alehouse drama. Well, I want to sing the Street Jimmy song. Well, is about Street Jimmy. <laughs> well, a Street Jimmy, um, on the first of every month, his two nieces come in and each give him 100. So, That's nice of them. They live in the it, city? It's nice, except for here's the problem. Give Jimmy, what, what's Jimmy going to spend 200 bucks on? Crack. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's a big dose. Um but Jimmy, so Jimmy comes in and he tries to get um, me to cash the hundred. I said, no, fuck no. So he says, what if I order a, a shot of Hennessy's? I says, yeah, okay. So he buys himself some Hennessy's. How much does a shot of Hennessy go for these days? I don't know, probably seven, eight, nine. I, I don't know. I never drank one in my out. life. So uh, he gets changed for the hundred. but And he's madly in love with um, Anya. He calls one of the her, bartenders. Yeah, he calls her his queen. She's very exotic. She's she's half Belizean and half East Indian, and um, so Jimmy's just he just absolutely transfixed by her, but she's not really re- reciprocating. 
But um, I'll have that. I'll have to have a, a word with her next time I see her. On yeah. Why don't you like Jimmy? Yeah. What's wrong? Why there no, doesn't seem to be mutual attraction? <laughs> but Jimmy hates it when I when I sing the um, Street Jimmy song. But I'd like to sing it for the audience okay. because um, I think it's. Um, he thinks he feels when I sing this song that people tend to believe that he takes crack, <laughs> and he thinks it um, hurts his reputation. So what kind of reputation do you think Jimmy thinks I think, he I think, has? I, I, think, I think he thinks that... I don't, that's inter- you know what? That's an interesting question. What do you think people think of you, Jimmy? We're going to ask him. I hope he walks by in I, a minute. I, you know, I would like to know the answer. So, because um, when people come in, I like to put my arm around Jimmy and go, Jimmy smokes crack and I don't care. Jimmy smokes crack and I don't care. Jimmy smokes crack and I don't care. The policeman's on his way. Jimmy runs because he ain't no snitch. He threw his crack pipe in the ditch. When the judge asked Street Jimmy why, Street Jimmy, Jimmy said, Judge, because I gots to get high. <laughs> and now, now he doesn't like that. He doesn't like your song. Well, he kind of beams a little, but, I mean, he does worry about his reputation. And you sing it every time Not every you time. introduce him to someone? Well, just sometimes. When I'm in the mood, you know, when I'm in the mood, a singing mood. Because, you know, singing and music are my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, Jimmy... Got a couple hundred bucks and was throwing around like he oh, was yeah. Hugh Hefner. Oh, he throws around. <laughs> he wanted to tip on you five. I mean, Jesus, you know, sticks up and no. He was trying to give Timmy five bucks for. Nobody will accept the money because they know as soon as they accept the next day, he wants ten. He'll ask for it back. Well, he wants with interest. I mean, you know, <laughs> he, <laughs> it's not from the heart. He's not giving for the fucking heart. <laughs> oh, that guy. Um, and so, yeah, so Jimmy, um, J- Jimmy's irrepressible. <laughs> we got to have him back soon. But I don't think but he's But what's not, the hook? I Last time it was medals. You know, it'd be interesting if there was some way to accurately gauge who's more on the spectrum, Street Jimmy or Ukraine Mike. <laughs> we should have them on at the same time. No. Jimmy, you got to develop everything you got to Jimmy. For his, the window is so short, his attention span is uh, uh, his attention span is so limited. No, you can't mix him with authors. No. Oh boy. Um. So that was kind of all of the alehouse. Oh, there was well, there's a lot. Well, more, yes, there's always a lot to talk those about. Those are highlights. 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 You know what a highlight for me was the first time I never, I've never actually done this at the alehouse, which I did. So I think we recorded the podcast last last podcast we recorded. Oh, by the way, we're we're doing this one a little early because Liz is leaving for um, Michigan. With is this? You say this is not a lesbian thing. Oh this my is a, god! It's like a friend, dozen friends got together. A dozen together. friends, but apparently they're not all lesbians, and they're all they're are they all, all heterosexual. Gir- are they all what gir- does that matter? Are they girls and boys? Are oh, there boys going? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh my God! Are the boys straight? Or yes. Are you sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, a dozen friends just got together and got a lake house in Southwest Michigan, and we're gonna have a like four days to hang out. Well, It'll be I, good because I'm actually going to be able to disconnect and do my work remotely, which is always good for my brain. So I'm excited about it. Anyway, so yes, thank you for accommodating my schedule, Jordan. Yeah, we had well, and then, Bruce of course, and Ruth. And then we all come in, get here at three thirty. <laughs> guess what? Guess who forgot her computer? It's been a rough week. It's well, been by very way, busy. By the way, um, Gugu is supposed to come in here on Tuesday, and I'll mention he probably should invite you over to. He's got the fantastic place just down the road. I mean, really great. Oh yeah, place. I would love to visit him. Yeah, it's beautiful for sure. Um, so anyway, after the podcast last week or earlier this week, whatever it was, I can't even keep keep track anymore. <laughs> we were hanging out at the bar as we always do. Right, and it was sort of like going to rain, and I was checking. Oh. The now, see, this is she thinks this is funny. That's so funny. Yeah. I was checking the this, weather. Once again, this could be called elder abuse. I mean, this kind of humor. <laughs> so, Bruce is like, I'm gonna go before it starts to rain. I'm like, stop being.
being such a wimp, you have at least another hour or so. Um, you know, the radar is telling me it's not going to get crazy until like 11. So just relax, enjoy your beer. He's like, oh, okay, I'll have another beer. So then you guys have another yeah, beer. Yeah, but I'm looking out the goddamn window, <laughs> and there's nothing that suggests that it's not going to rain for another goddamn hour. I mean, it's getting black and lightning yeah, and so shit. Yeah, so you're a dumbass and for she, taking my advice. No, I, yeah, I was. I admit it. <laughs> so, I, I, I was stupid would. enough to believe you. He trusted you. No, I did. I put my trust okay. in... I put my trust in a diminutive little Mexican girl <laughs> with a haste man. Oh, God. So, the, I will tell you that my Doppler radar app did say 11 p.m. Oh, bullshit. I swear to God, I would not yeah. lie to you about that. Oh, yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. I'm not, I'm not you. No, you are. I'm not hateful. That's trouble. I'm not you're, trying to, you know, purposely create chaos in your life. See, you're more sinister than me, really, <laughs> I, I, my, my, my rough exterior is just a cover-up for a little sensitive little wimpy boy. But you really have a dark, <laughs> dark side. You're crazy. Anyway, so truly, because I had to go home, actually, and go home and work. I had to get a lot of work done that night because I had these deadlines due. Anyway, so 11 p.m. was truly the, the number on my app. Holy so <laughs> Bruce leaves... Well, like, don't, don't, remember, you're fucking up rock and roll Ruth, too. <laughs> you're not just fucking up me. So, so they, they leave the bar, and literally like five minutes later, it's like torrential downpour no, it's, raining it's, it's, sideways. Now, now here's, it, th- that would be bad enough, okay? That would be bad enough. <laughs> Except there's major construction going on the goddamn outer drive. There's two fuck. I mean, it's so all of a sudden I'm in this nightmarish end of the world situation on the other drive where you can't see, you can't see the goddamn lines. People are just, it's, it's mayhem. And who do I have to thank for it? I could have left, of course, 40 minutes early. I would have been home safely in my little bed. <laughs> uh, instead, I'm getting pummeled. I mean, soaking wet from getting caught so in the rain. So you guys got caught in the rain. Caught in a, what do you call that a rain? We would call that kind of a major weather event. A monsoon, perhaps? And definitely a monsoon. You could have walked back the block to the bar. Why would... Oh, and get even wetter? No, wait, wait it out. Knucklehead? We're, we're getting killed. We were already getting... <laughs> you got us perfect. There's t-shirts we, in this joint. We, we were... We were dry we, clothes. We were running for our lives. <laughs> You should just kind of run back to the bar. Oh, that would have been really smart. Oh, let's go. Let's run. Go the long way and get even wetter. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of getting safely home. <laughs> anyway, so I started getting the hate messages about that, which was actually quite funny because I feel it's karma because you were hating on the people at Pearl Jam. No, I was hating on them because they were affecting my my traffic. You time. wanted them to get soaked and okay. wet because they made me come to the. That's big... karma. That's called karma. No. What goes around. Comes around. It was karma for them for delaying my oh, trip geez. down to the alehouse. Uh, um, but anyway, the that was the funny part. So oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> so as I watched the rain come, and you're right, it was not just rain; it was a monsoon. Oh, oh yeah, it was. It was. I was really concerned because I was going to walk to the bus, take the bus home, and I couldn't. Because it was ridiculous out there. Oh, you poor little. And I was, I'm like, I have got, I've got all this work to do. So instead, I said, screw it. You know what? I'm gonna have another glass of wine here, and I'm going to sit in the corner and I'm gonna crack open my computer and I'm just gonna do my work here at the alehouse. And I threw it. And it was a busy night, but I threw my headphones on, and I gotta tell you, I sat in this corner for like two and a half hours, and it was quite pleasant because I ignored the rest of the bar because of my headphones, and it was raining outside, so it was kind of, I don't know, nice to watch, and I got a lot of freaking work done here. You probably enjoyed watching all the people walking by soaked. (laughs) I was not paying attention. I was just watching the rain and doing my work. Anyway, so that was the first time I ever did that on on an an evening, because I would sometimes do it here during the day um, when it was quiet, but this place was seriously packed. Uh, a lot of people coming in from the rain. Um, but anyway, I might have to do that again because I was very, very productive. More productive than I would have been at home. Really? Yeah, because you get distracted, right? I'm like, oh, I should really do some laundry. Mm, maybe I want to make a piece of toast. Oh, maybe I want to ignore doing my blog. <laughs> yeah, maybe that. 
Um, so anyway, that was a nice little revelation for me. Watch and the oh, Ale House. Good. I'm sure you were really a little happy little, a happy little beaner. But every every now and then I did sit here and kind of chuckle with the fact that you guys just. Because you got me out there perfect. <laughs> That's good. No. Well, well played. I, I well played, Pub Crawl Liz. <laughs> well played. Uh, so speaking of well played, there are a couple of major funerals that just happened. Oh. Did you watch them both? Well, I, I just saw little bits of Aretha Franklin. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not that much of a bubble gummer. But, um, Why is it bubble gum? Come on. The queen of fucking soul. Yeah, I got a soul. Yeah, give her something she has. She, by the way, she was a real real offensive lineman, too, wasn't she? Man, that part that porked up. But um, I Okay, so first of all, I did not have time to watch either funeral, and well, certainly not Aretha's, because it was like I, 17 I, hours long, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, I think that was planned. And the funny thing about her funeral, because I, I, I just gave a little um, glance at it, but Clinton is standing right behind... I mean, right behind the podium. Now, if you're ever, if any of you celebrities out there that are listening right now, and you go to a celebrity funeral, do not get stuck right behind the because with the cameras on your ass, and you do not want a camera on your ass for five fucking hours while you're watching one boring dumb fuck after another get up and do shit. <laughs> and so Clinton looks like he's going to just go down. You know, he's like trying to yawning, and he's just except. Whenever a hot broad would show, all of a sudden, you know, he's alert. <laughs> so you got Jesse and him, or all of a sudden they're, they're you know, uh, and Farrakhan, they're all. And they're, who was the name of that broad? Um, Ariana Grande. Yeah, uh, Ariana Grande. Boy, she's hot. That broad is hot. In fact, she makes uh, uh, Beyonce look like a fucking boy. She's so hot. And uh, so she gets up there. Now, after she gets done singing, now you can just, uh, all the boys are, you know, all those boys are looking at that fucking ass. I don't blame them. But then the preacher comes up and does some tit grabbing. You know, he thinks it's like subtle tit grabbing. You know, just doing a side tit. But they got pictures all over the place. And she's kind of like, you see her rolling her eyes. What the fuck is this goddamn preacher? I can feel his hard dick probing my ass while he's grabbing my fucking ass. I mean, my tits. And, um... And Clinton's, Clinton and Jesse, you know, their tongues are hard. They're just sitting there looking at this thing. So I, that's great. They got some great pictures of that. But um, Emmy got hell sharp. And oh my, you know, Jesus Christ, this was a Hall of Fame. I saw, the, I saw the program, which was like the most ambitious thing I've ever seen, right? It was like down to the minute. Like seven minutes for this person, four minutes for this person, and obviously these people are like known for going on and on and on. I'm like, there's no way, there's no way they're gonna finish this in the actual six hours that they allowed for it. Was it six? I thought it was. It was five. like nine to three. Oh Jesus! I mean, can you imagine? I mean, but but it, it, I heard it went over like by two hours. Of yeah, course. but now is is self indulgent? I mean, that was um, as horrible as that was. Who planned that thing? Oh, the fuck knows, but. Now we know who planned the McCain funeral. The okay, so McCain wait a Hang on. Pause. orgy Pause. funeral. Pause. It was fucking McCain planned his. Wait, wait, let's do one funeral at a time. Right, one funeral at a time. <laughs> so, um, I, again, I didn't watch it. I just saw the program for Aretha's uh, funeral. I just saw there was a bunch of pink Cadillacs. Yeah. <laughs> and a procession of pink Cadillacs, right? And I, I saw some of the celebrity names and some of the singers and thing, you know, people who you know like Smokey Robinson. And, um, are there any? Is there anything else that I, and I heard about the Ariana Grande thing? Is there anything else that was sort of well, like I didn't, I can't, I'm, I did, a highlight? I, re, I didn't really watch it. What do you mean you didn't really watch it? You just said you watched I it. I glanced. I took. I mean, I was too busy with um, watching um, the uh, giant fuck you to, to uh, President Trump thing called uh, McCain's funeral. Okay, so wait, they weren't on the same day. Yeah, they were bad. They were going on no the same way. fucking. No, really? oh wait. Well, wait. No, 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 no. No, no listen. McCain's funeral was yesterday morning. Dumb, dumb fuck. Listen to me. McCain's funeral has been going on for like a year and a fucking half. Oh, no, Jesus. They started, That's a stupid excuse. No, no. They were doing a funeral. Remember, in, they, out in Arizona, they did a goddamn funeral. I mean, remember Joe Biden came out and did that goddamn, I wish I could have sucked his dick fucking oh, yeah. eulogy. <laughs> um, fuck. I mean, so this thing has been going on for fucking ever. 
they, they, they just every, and then he's got to be dropped off here, then that body goes here, and then he goes there, and then that fat daughter cries, and then they go oh here, my God. and then they go, and she cries again, and um, no, this guy, it was a, it was a funeral orgy, it, but it, yes, his went on, hers went on, but they were still doing a McCain shit then. So do you? All right. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add to that McCain funeral? Oh, God, do I ever. All right, let's hear it. All right. I mean, McCain planned this. Now, this this is kind of amazing. I guess I, I, I wrote in my blog when I reviewed it. I said, when they asked Bob Hope how, how, what kind of funeral he wanted, he said, uh, surprise me. I mean, that that's, yeah, come on, you're dead. What the fuck? But McCain plans this meticulously. He planned who he wanted to fuck, which was good. I mean, I like that part of it. But he, he, you know, how he wanted it done, the songs he wanted, um, take me here the first day, the second day. I mean, this, it was like um, the funeral from fucking hell. It was about self. You talk about narcissism and self indulgence. But what saved it was it was a giant fuck you to Trump. Right. And also, <laughs> he threw uh, Sarah Palin under the bus, too, which I kind of enjoyed. Because, you know, think about it. If Sarah Palin's there, everybody's going to remember, wait, the first thing that asshole did when he got the nomination for being president, the first important decision he made was putting that goddamn moron airhead, make her one heartbeat potentially away from the presidency. Think of that. Let that sink in, everyone. This is the kind of decisions that said. Now, the next decision would have been made, go to war with Libya, go to war with Syria, go to war, um, certainly blow the shit out of North Korea. I mean, the man, all the man wanted to do is go to war and blow the shit out of people. That's who he was. Um, and, you know, people forget. I remember well the Keating Five. I mean, he should have gone to prison for that one. He was, uh, Keating's flying him all over, taking him to the Bahamas, giving his wife and uh, his uh, father-in-law sweetheart real estate deals and shit. But McCain somehow weathered that and um, just got a little slap on the wrist from the ethics committee because the fix was in. But he really should have gone down on that one. And, um, but when he, what, what he, he, McCain was smart about one thing. He's not a re- very smart man. He was smart about one thing. He realized he really needed to kiss the, the uh, press's and the media's ass. And he did. Um, and he, he played that really well. He would answer all the calls. In fact, now they're saying he was a, a religious guy. His religion was being on Meet the Press every fucking Sunday. That's where his religion was. I mean, the guy was a fucking total TV freak. Every Sunday, he just went around to the TV shows. So he played, he played that the public relations part with the press pretty good. Um, but the, anyway, so the highlight of this whole deal was now. I wake. I have odd sleeping patterns. I wake up real early, and then I, um, I'll watch some news and shit. Yeah, and we that, talked about your yeah. your daily routine. So anyway, I got up and I got to see him. This goddamn <clears throat> Cortez heading for wherever the fuck they're taking this asshole. He's got to stop by the Vietnam vet. You know, his body's got to do this. And so um, I go back. I go back to sleep for two hours, <clears throat> just get there at the right time, and. Um, I, uh, it's, um, they bring up a little uh, semi, well, intellectually challenged war criminal W. Bush. I mean, tries to give a speech. I mean, it's just with that. And he can't get rid of, even now, he can't get rid of his smirk. He's just got this disgusting little smirk. So he gets up there and says nothing and comes back. And, but uh, then Barack gets up there. This was fucking beautiful. Barack gets up there and he eviscerates fucking Trump. Never uses his name. Just small, petty, you know, comparing um, this courageous uh, soldier and warrior to this petty, mean-spirited little insect called Donald Trump. Wait, how does he do that? It's a beautiful speech. I mean, you might want to Google it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually try to see if I can find the whole thing on YouTube. No, don't find the whole thing. Why? Not, well, the, the only things you want to watch is Meghan McCain. The, 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 yeah. She's so fat that her. Oh she looks, God! She looks, Why do you gotta say that? Because she, here's the problem. 
she doesn't wear a necklace or something to conceal her big blubbery neck. And so it's all bent forward because the weight's pulling it down. She's not a bad-looking broad. What? But Why is this your focus? Because I, it's, I, I'm, I'm an esthete. When I see ugliness, I mean, it revolts me. And when I see this body, this, this weight, I'm thinking, this broad could look okay. Lose 75 fucking pounds so that you don't look like a hunchback. So that's what I'm thinking. But... I mean, and I watched her cry the whole guy, you know, for a week. This broad's not going to be crying. And um, so she gets up there and basically motherfucks Trump, you know. You know, America is great. My father's great. And he fought to keep it great. You know, and she basically just, I mean, it was really, that was good. That was well worth watching. And she's crying hysterically like she always does. But then Barack comes up with finesse. Oh, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful hit job. And it was just right up, both barrels right up uh, Pissy Face's ass. It was really good. So from that... It was a one-two punch. From that, uh, yeah, it was kind of a one-two And I'm sure, I haven't looked again, but I'm sure Donald Trump probably got on Twitter. Um, I think he responded more to the American... Yeah, I think he's been... I'm sure. But... I love the fact that every the who's who of of the Washington elite are all there, and Trump's out playing golf because he was disinvited. And I don't know Sarah Palin. I don't know what she was out I think killing his kids a moose were there, or something. Weren't they? Um, yeah. Jared and, no, and Ivanka. No, no. Um, Ivanka and uh, and the and the little wimpy little uh, future jailbird. What's his name? Oh, Jared. By the way, the reason they're there is because she was saying nice. Oh, there's Freddie Cuevas. Wow, the boxer. The um, he's coming in here. Yeah, I haven't seen Freddie in two, three years. So um, the um, now what was I going to what was I talking about? Oh, the reason they got invited was because of Lindsey Graham. She she said some nice stuff about um, McCain, Ivanka. I mean, she's, I think she's trying to realize that somehow she has to come in and salvage something from her reputation. So um, she was saying nice things. So I think Lindsay pulled a few strings, and Lindsay um, got them invited at the last minute. Oh. That's what I think. I'm, I think I'm... So you think those two are sitting there listening to Barack Obama? Oh, they saw the whole thing. And, and, and listening to the whole Meghan McCain. Do you think they're sitting there, like, listening to all stuff and, like... Squirming, yeah, or uncomfortable, yeah. Or do you think they're sort of like in their own little cocoon? No, no, they're the way... they're squirming and uncomfortable. I just gotta wonder about that stuff. Well, don't wonder. Well, I'm, I'm I, I do want to watch uh, pieces of both funerals just to see all the pomp and circumstance and. Well, the highlights. I'm sure there's yeah, highlights. Yeah, I'm sure there's and, a highlight um, reel somewhere. But I, I did watch. I mean, Barack, Barack was worth the the price of now. Hopefully today, today is Labor. We're doing this, by the way. Tomorrow is Labor Day. All right, we're doing this the day Sunday. before Labor Day mm-hmm. because uh, Liz will be out of town, um, and so you're you're hearing all this Thursday. But I hope the fuck they've got that man finally underground. They would drive, they take drive him to um, Annapolis and maybe put a stake in his heart. Because this, oh of a bitch, because this son of a bitch ain't going to the ground easy. It's been going a whole week. <laughs> and um, this guy is fighting tooth and nail. He's not a fighter. He's a fighter. Oh, my God. Is he ever? Where is he being buried? Um, I think in the tomb of the bad pilot. No, oh, I'm just Jesus. kidding. Jesus. Uh, no, he's being he's next to a, a pal clown. of his up out in Annapolis. Annapolis. Yeah. Um... Oh, but, well, hang we, on, hang, no, on, no, hang no, on, hang no, on, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. I just have something to say. We were originally going to do uh, a show on it's the 50th anniversary of the 68 Democratic Convention, which I played a very key part in. <laughs> and uh, but we had so much on our plate. I so, know. So we'll do that for another. And time. the beauty of it is, because you got after we talked about 68 last week, you're like, oh no, we should have talked about 68. I'm like. You, you can talk about 68 for the whole rest of 2018. It's still going to be the 50th anniversary. Yeah, okay. All so right. we got plenty of time. Yeah. And I think we should get a good 68 guest in here. Oh, I, nobody, nobody knows as much about it as I do. I mean, it, it, it's, it's joint. I they said just, that just because I knew you were going to start getting they fucking would, crazy. They would, they would distract from me. <laughs> me, 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 me. And, and by the way, I write a whole chapter about that in my 
wonderful, wonderful latest book, um, California Jailbreak. Oh, by the way, I sent Chad our care package where he, I gave him the trilogy. Finally? I mean, I gave that shit to you uh, five weeks uh, ago. Yeah, because I took it to the post office and they're like, it's going to be like $1,000, but here's the packaging you can use. So I had to repackage it and took me a month. Anyway, so uh, I got him the trilogy and your t-shirt and the t-shirt of Baby Reuben. And then I threw a, a, like some Bruseum stuff, Chicago Bruseum t-shirts and stuff in there. And uh, he was incredibly grateful. So he's excited to tackle your first book uh, soon. Well, hopefully uh, you're a reader because I don't know too many anymore. What do you mean? I mean, my, my, my little friend Ida Ansel was in here with them. She's, um, she's marrying this chick named Jen, who is a makeup costume person. And they live in New Orleans. And uh, we're going, in fact, Rock and Roll and I are going to uh, her wedding, their wedding, in um, November. And she was in. Now, as a kid, and I've known her since she was a little girl. In fact, I used to babysit for her a lot. And she was a reader, and guess what? She's only halfway through my second book. So, really? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very disappointed. I mean, now here's the consolation I have. I've got, I know all kinds of kind of... You know, not maybe the circle I travel in is not the brightest and the most, you know, talented and all. But nevertheless, I, these, are the, these are my friends and these are people I know. But one consolation I have is at least Anthony Bourdain and Roger Ebert thought I was a fantastic writer and loved my writing and didn't miss anything I wrote. So that's my consolation as I look across this table at Public All Is that maybe she's not that interested in what I'm doing, but... No, I am. I read your first two books, and I am going to read your third one. It's just that I have two other books in front of you. What? Like what? I told you last week I'm I reading... Or, oh, yeah, and it was on... It was not the podcast. It was uh, After Hours. Um, and right now I'm reading the Abby Wambach uh, biography. Who's that? She's a soccer player. Was a soccer player. So she had what famously for a large clit. What what what's what's her claim to fame? Her claim to fame is that she's an amazing athlete, and then she got injured, and became addicted to all of these drugs, and it affected obviously her soccer career. But she talks about how it's it's a really neat story, and how it talks about her career, but also how it's you know a, a personal journey. What a giant chance! Ah, Jesus. Um, and then I'm reading another book about, or next in the queue is a book about um, Goose Island Brewing Company. Okay. So, but you're third. Don't worry. Um, we're going to wrap this up by getting the genius's thoughts on Labor Day. Um, well, I, I, I understand the history of Labor Day. And I, you know, it started in Chicago. Yeah. And, you know, I'm... I've always wanted to write a movie screenplay about the Haymarket Riot. Oh, I do too. Maybe we should co-write it. Maybe we should because I think there's, and we'll go. I want to go to Werner Herzog. I think he'd be the perfect director. Maybe Chaz Eber could give us an intro. Okay. Hey, that's a good idea. Um, But I don't like Labor Day because it means summer's over, and it seems like um, Memorial Day was just yesterday. And I don't like, and I'm thinking of cold weather now. I don't want to think of cold weather. Well, but that's silly because we don't really get cold. We don't get like fall, fall weather until like we get another month and a half. September's always gorgeous. I don't care. I'm, and now this means the end of summer. I'm, I'm, don't you like the fall? No, because that means the winter's coming next. You can wear jeans and a sweatshirt. Fuck that. Enjoy I, the crisp leaves. I don't like crisp. I want warm. Apples. I want... You want to go to the apple orchard with me this? I'll eat the apples you bring home. You won't go pick them with me? I'll go picking apples with Ooh, you. Ooh, and you know what? And because I'd have to do all the high reaching because you're so goddamn <laughs> short. I know it. I know why you're bringing me. <laughs> you can ride on the wagon and we can go and sit on ride the bale, wagon. Ba- oh my bales God. of hay and drink apple cider. And you know what? They have um, donuts, hot warm donuts. There's the cell. There no, it is. I like apples. I just don't like... I mean, I, I used to when I was a kid. Experience. I used to climb up trees and shit. I don't mostly, throw poop at people. Well, yeah, most <laughs> of the time, most of the time I climbed up trees to peeping tom. Oh god! But it was very dangerous, and I'm a, you know, 
I'm an anchor full. I don't like going up high, but boy, when I could see pussy or tits, I was up there. Now, you know, we make this. I'm trying to make this about a nice fall moment, and you have to go back and ruin no, it. No, I'm just talking about tree climbing. You brought it up. All right. Well. All right. Okay. Uh, Ruth, thanks for being here as always. Jordan. Jordan, uh, you're fantastic. And boy, Jordan uh, gets <laughs> a gold star. I mean. Uh, I appreciate everyone waiting on the fact that I had to go back home and get my computer. Much no, appreciated. I should just say, I appreciate everybody forgiving me for fucking up on a monumental level and inconveniencing it all. That's not how I see it, but okay. Anyway, um, you know what? Say goodnight, genius. I'm not sure. <laughs> Why? need to wrap this up. Why, why don't you want to say goodnight? No, you said, you know what? I said, that's what. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Say All goodnight, right. genius. Goodnight, genius. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>